the second episode of Cyber Athletics in one week after two or three months off. You can thank us all in the comments. Get us that engagement. Hit the algo. As I you should can tell, say, Billy's not in yeah. his usual setup. If you want to explain a bit. Yeah, I'm in Berlin. So I was going to say, probably get that out of the way now. The reason the video quality and probably audio quality is a bit shit. Is because oh sorry you're not allowed to swear in the first fifteen seconds. It's a bit rubbish. You can cut that a little bit if you want. Is because I'm in Berlin. I'm in a hotel in Berlin. Just digital normal. You're there to for the tryouts for the Olympic esports series <laughs> in Tic Tac. Yeah, Bo. I, this is where the host in Tic Tac Bow tryouts. <laughs> yeah, man. Heavy, so you've been heavy. scrimming, land setting with all the other nerds <laughs> in the hotel setting. While everyone's sat on the bog, just connected to the Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a madness. It's been competitive, I'll say that. A lot of interested esports folk. Yeah. A, a lot of touch-and-go situations, a lot of touching cloth situations. Like yeah. yeah. Competing on the bog, tell... it's, a, it's a tricky one. <laughs> Do you want to tell your tic-tac boast? Oh, no, it's not that, is it? You were playing no. um, so, Tennis Clash. Tennis Clash, as we'll get into, it's part of the upcoming esports shite by... Uh, the Olympics, and basically that is a game I used to play while I was on the bog. And <laughs> I, I discovered like you have to pay if you want to like get to the upper ech- echelons of the rankings and stuff. So I hope you didn't spend longer than ten minutes at a time on the shitter, because it's bad for your asshole. And you can't who like Huberman. Health. No, no. So <laughs> this is actually Mikhail Klementov at Washington Post. He wrote this. He basically. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but then it was like about, yeah, like the damage it can cause if you're on the toilet for too long playing games and stuff like just because of, and this was one thing that really stuck out to me about the piece. This is such a diversion, but just the gravity, the nature of a toilet bowl, the gravity kind of pulls your asshole down a little bit lower than everything else. So if you're on for too long, it That's can hot. really damage your health, apparently, like damage your bowels, damage your digestion. So heads up. Anybody right, that I've, I've got a, I've got a choose your own adventure thing here, Billy. Do I give too much information or do we move on to Olympics? <laughs> Let's move on to Olympics. <laughs> okay, because I, I <laughs> my stomach has been in ruins for the past 24 hours. And I <laughs> Damn. <laughs> but that's all I, I have really graphic detail I could give, but uh, I, will, I will save that for the post-pod. You know what? Uh, this is really bad. I shouldn't do this either, but these... This is a Huberman thing. I've been taking these supplements for like, it's like testosterone. But then it's not like TRT, oh, but it's like a testosterone boost in like stack. Uh, and I trust Andrew Huberman, so I don't think it's bullshit. But it does kind of fuck with your digestion if you have it, especially if you don't have it with food. It really like. Don't you know, know manly men have aggressive shits. That's how yeah? it is. <laughs> the manliest men have the hardest shits. Well, maybe that's what it is. The testosterone just like. Ah! Is is the act of pushing out a, a tough poo that actually gets your testosterone up, like you're winning the battle? It's a positive yeah. feedback loop. That's what they say. Yeah, that, that's what Huberman says verbatim. I think so. <laughs> anyway, it's been an absolutely rogue one. I still think we need to do a non-esports podcast. Like it, it'd be fun to <laughs> to be able to just follow those tangents. Um, oh man, we're gonna have to timestamp this one because we're three and a half minutes in, and we've yeah, we'll even... just call it poo and testosterone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so. The Olympics is now so they've they've been flirting with esports for a little bit in a sense, in a very loose sense. The, the Olympic virtual series and I tied it into IM Katowice before I think, but like other games, not CS:GO. I, I believe like they've done bits and bobs, but like this is the first year with the Olympic esports series that they're calling it esports, and it's mm. also a year 
where they've picked stuff that is nowhere near related to what we all know and think of when it comes to esports. So I don't know if it's worth like running through the titles first, just yeah, to give some I think context, so. I think um, so. because most people should know about it by now. But I can quickly run through it and say there's archery, baseball, chess, cycling, dance, motorsports, sailing, taekwondo, and tennis. Three of them, I think, are mobile titles. One of them's just fucking dance. Uh, another one's a Japanese game called e-baseball, um, and of course the the standout is Virtual Regatta. That sounds the most exciting by far. Who does not want to see a mobile sailing game? Uh, that is the epitome of both esports and Olympic excellence. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it's pretty absolutely crazy. Omni shambles. The thing is, it's it's been beautiful because on Twitter it's been a universal negative reaction. Hmm. On LinkedIn, it's been a universal. Oh, why don't we give it a chance? Because mm. LinkedIn folks don't actually understand what esports is or the reality of esports, whereas the Twitter folks somewhat do. Like it's mm. Grifter Central on LinkedIn, obviously. So like there were some comments on on my LinkedIn about the Olympics where I'd shared some thoughts and, and one guy was just reeling off absolute bollocks. He called himself like the OG esports lecturer or something where he like wrote part of the B Tech. He wrote a really long response uh, response. I just replied lol. And then that triggered the fuck out of him. And he was like, oh, great response. Oh, what actually, what I think is... And I just didn't read it. I was just like, yeah, that, that's going to that's gonna absolutely ruin his Thursday or Friday or whatever. And oh, I'm just hey, going to live my life. I wish you would have told me that before we started this. I would have loved to have seen that, man. Fucking hell. <laughs> well, it's still there. You can go and have a look. My, I'll like, have a look. The yeah. definition no, of triggered. Right and now, it's on LinkedIn as well. Like, my employer's going to see that and go, oh, Adam's based. And if they think anything <laughs> other than Adam's based, I'll be fuming because it's, it's absolute banter. I've got to have a look. That's funny as well. Yeah, but while, while you're looking at that, um, yes, yeah. yeah, so I, I believe there are a couple more titles to be announced based on things I've heard. But like, I don't know if, if that means there's going to be like Dota or something. Uh, obviously, they have like um, e football, which was pro Evo soccer uh, for the Commonwealth esports and uh, and Rocket League. So it seems like it's a step backwards in in terms of international sporting events, like adopting esports taking on esports has actually been a backwards level of progression which is a bit mad but mm. it's to be expected from a bunch of like swiss boomers who have no idea what the fuck they're doing is a reason the olympics is dying anyway uh and it's not because yeah. of a lack of esports <clears throat> like <laughs> the last thing <laughs> the last thing they need is like just nerds watching dota like no you just like need to have like exciting sports instead of I don't know like watching people shoot things in the air like that's just not fun unless you're American <laughs> uh, but then they'd prefer you to be using human targets or something anyway wouldn't they uh, so <laughs> it's, it's, it's yeah, understandably and expectedly a shambles in in my opinion um, and I don't we can get into this but I don't understand the purpose of it yeah it's like um not only is it not what esports fans would expect or want, it's also just like a smack in the face to call it esports. It's like laughable. Um, because because you would think that the global fucking esports federation has some level of understanding <laughs> of the industry and some grasp on um, the games people play, the reason people like it, and yet to bring out new games, totally new games and have tryouts and like mm -hmm. just the fact that the games are so embarrassing. Like it's a really, it is a mad decision. It's pretty shocking. And I think, I think I commented this on your video, your separate video, but um, 
to me it's like it's obviously not trying to target a new esports audience i think it's just it's just trying to look forward thinking to old people and to existing olympics fans and just to fucking like you said just boomers and suits like that's what this is about um if they really wanted to attract an esports audience and please an esports audience you would okay you might not be able to use csgo because fucking terrorists and blood and bombs but you could definitely use rocky league you could use fifa you could use fucking is eFootball in the olympics i can't remember it's not is it no 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 so they could even use fucking eFootball um and that would be bad like i think didn't they use eFootball was at the commonwealth games commonwealth yeah um and that was a bit of a like no one really reacted well to that but even still that's at least a little bit better than than this like yeah and the, and i guess the the skeptical uh take is um let me just make sure that i have all of the links right so basically the global esports federation are kind of so, yeah, so Refract is the name of the company that made, that has just made, and it's only, this game was only released like two weeks ago. Um, Tic Tac Bow, the archery game, was made by Refract. Refract's founder, whose name is Chong Geng, and I'm not sure how you pronounce NG, I really don't know how you even pronounce that, but Chong Geng NG is a board member of the Global Esports Federation. So, um, it's 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 weird it's like there's definite favoritism there and if anything it's a little bit scandalous that the olympic committee would choose that game because a global esports federation member made it basically like it's really it's difficult to explain simply but there's a lot of like favoritism like nepotism type shit going on um and yeah it's questionable to say the least I mean, I, I would say, it, I understand why they wouldn't have a CSGO or something, right? Because they hate violence, even though they'll show boxing and martial arts, which That's is actually true. violent as opposed That's to true. watching stuff on a screen. Um, so they've already fucked their own argument there. Um, but what I find somewhat surprising is, so the Global Esports Federation is linked to the IOC. There are people in both like they sleep together mm. effectively like it yeah, just yeah. is what it is even if like they don't like boast about partnerships maybe they do it's been a, a long while since i cared but um the global esports federation is partnered with a bunch of sporting federations so there's no yeah. no doubt that at, at least in like good contact with them often yeah, um definitely the gef the global esports federation is backed and basically funded by tencent and tencent 100 wholly owns league of legends which is also the biggest esport why the f- you, you can't even do nepotism properly. It should be yeah. League of Legends up there by itself and say, this is the only eSport. This is the best, biggest, best eSport. We mm. pick League of Legends because it's the only legit one. It's got the best skill gap and the best teams and we can really do like a national level like tournament with it. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. They could do that, surely. Um, that There's inroads for that to happen, but for, for whatever reason, I don't know. It seems as if, well, it's, it's evidently, it's, it's clear that they're trying to have sport-based games as their thing because they're still trying to promote sports, even with games. Mm. So they're dipping mm. their toe in esports, apparently, seemingly. Uh, so they say, but not actually doing it like a good job there either. It's like they can't commit mm-hmm. to it. They haven't fully committed to anything, um, mm-hmm. though the name change kind of suggests otherwise. Um, mm. But you only have to see like the announcement tweet that the Olympics made to understand how out of touch they are when they said like your e time has come 
or your time as income, or we want the income. That sounds very different. Uh, it's painful, that, isn't it? That's definitely an OnlyFans terminology. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think it's your e time has has come, and it's just like that alone is just like yeah, like you don't understand what this shit is. Yes, like uh, we don't just say like e hello everyone, good morning, e good morning. Well, you're mm. an e twat when we're arguing. Like we don't just add e hyphen in front of everything. In fact, we don't <laughs> like the hyphen. So like like. You, you can't. You, yeah. You're literally just trying to jump in and go, "Hi, fellow young kids," when like you're 80 and you've shit your pants. Like <laughs> you're so so out of yeah. touch. It's unreal, and and yeah, you're not even mad. like you're not committing to shit. So it's just a weird one. And and I think like, okay, who's hmm. this appealing to? Um, I don't imagine those games have got like rabid fan bases. Realistically, no tennis way. class will have a lot of like poo players, as I will call them, where they play it to pass the time while they're on the bog. Uh, just yeah, dance is like yeah that will have a lot of players but i don't I, I don't know what the viewership there is for like a tournament i know they have national championships and stuff but come on now like uh, it's not talked about or even seen in in the purview of an esport so mm. you know like yeah i missed i forgot where i was going with my original point but basically <laughs> they're fucking it's like me it's like me mate i do that all i know time, i need really. a nap it's that about no, it's cute. about time you do that. And it's I haven't had my lion's yeah. mane and my ashwagandha and stuff yet. So. <laughs> yeah, it's. I wonder if the the sole reason is that it's just they wanted to rev. For me, like I just can't get over the fact that they call it esports. That's what I don't get. It must just be. It's so, like you said, it's so out of touch. But there are people, like you said, I think Chris Overholt has been associated with the Global Esports Federation, and he's just left. He's the CEO of fucking Overactive Media, like a massive mm-hmm. company. They should know their stuff when it comes to esports. They should know the industry. At the very least, they should have like a basic... But to call it esports, it's like it's it's latching onto a word people have heard. Even though, like I said, you can't call it that because it doesn't do anything to kind of honour the community or the competition within esports, the no. esports industry. It's just, yeah, it's baffling. They should have called it the virtual sporting showcase or some shit like yeah they had like the they're gonna do virtual this. series before and i'm like that's fine uh yeah, just like, don't expect any of the esports folk to show up or have an interest i feel yeah they let the, i just it baffles me that they cleared this like they ran it through you know the commissions and the people that are associated with the global esports and the and they all said yeah yeah let's do this like it's mm-hmm. it's fucking mind-blowing and yeah, yeah you i forgot to mention when i was explaining the links that yeah like what was it? The International Olympic Committee and the Global Esports Federation, like they are in bed. They are very, very mm-hmm. close. Like I said, the, I think the the Global Esports is partnered with. Uh, let me just read it actually, because it's much easier. So Odessa is the governing body for games in South America, for like the games in South America. Like the logo is the Olympic rings. They're also partnered with the European Olympic Committee, and they're partnered with Pan Am Sports, which represents the 41 national Olympic committees in the American continent. So they're very close to like the Olympic games. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's absolutely mind blowing. Like I said, that, that refract company just has it. They're just a bit too close to the whole thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. It's odd. It's very odd. I've, I've managed to remember my point now. What I was trying to say Go is on. I don't know who they're appealing to because they're not appealing to esports fans. And also I don't understand why, a fan of archery would want to watch a mobile game that includes elements of archery in it. Like, 
I don't know someone mm. that's going to do. You'd maybe watch one thing to be like, oh, I like archery. Let's see if this is any good. And then it's just some sweaty nerd. I don't. I know people are trying to sh- shed the image of esports players being sweaty, social, uh, in like lacking social awareness and skills <laughs> and stuff. But like, it's it's the case for a lot of them. Watch them try and do an interview. They they're fucking they fold like laundry, mate. So yes, mm. like some sweaty mobile gamer nerd. Like, hey, we all play games. It I'm on to whatever. Like, it's not going to appeal to them either. They're just going to see it, scoff and go, okay, I'm going to wait for the real thing because this is nowhere near as good. Like, do mm. I want to watch a mobile game of sailing or do I want to watch people actually putting in some effort and, like, doing something yeah, impressive exactly. with it and beating other exactly. people? Like, come on. So I, don't, I, I think they're trying to get the best of both worlds and are actually, like, hitting none of them. Yeah. Like, on neither of them. It's how I feel. Now, obviously, viewership could be amazing and they're going to find ways to be able to pump this up and say, this is a great success. Um, and yeah. some of the legit, actually illegit um, esports federations out there who will be supporting this will, of course, like spread the word and send reports out and PRs and stuff. And a couple of publications will cover it as if it was a success. Like it, it's going to happen because the Olympics wants good press and they will have good people working on it. Um, but yeah, it, you can already tell it's going to be a shambles. And what's interesting as well is they've moved away from DreamHack, who were like hosting. It was like DreamHack Sport Games, the like subsid there that were ho- that hosted the Olympic Virtual Series before I remember. Right. So okay. uh, they moved away from that, and I don't know who's running it per se. Maybe it is DreamHack in the back still, but I don't think they're using any of the titles that DreamHack Sport Games or Sports Games or whatever actually works with, because mm-hmm. uh, they they host like a bunch of the uh, esports equivalent, like FIFA leagues, uh, football mm. leagues, and stuff. Um, I don't think they deal with Tic Tac Bow and Just Dance. So I'm not sure who's yeah, silently working with them. If it's eSports Engine, I will shoot myself in the head um, <laughs> because they can do better than this shit. But uh, yeah, uh, that's that's what I wanted to say. Just like, I don't understand who this appeals to. So overall, I don't. And also, it's not even literally linked to the Olympics beyond branding. Like, what's mm-hmm. this actually going to do? Yeah. Like, it's running this year. There's nothing Olympic going on this year, right? Don't think so, no. No, because it's every four no. years. Like, and we're in twenty three. So, what the fuck's going on here? Like, I don't understand it. Mate. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, it is a weird one. It's just they've they've gone against everything that you would say. If you was like, if you were to list it, what makes esports special as an industry? What makes these titles like interesting? It's the fact usually that they are like fantastical. And they're a bit different to what you would have in real life. Do you know what I mean? That's always mm-hmm. to me the appeal. Like, yeah, FIFA, but also FIFA's not a fucking big esport for a reason. Um, the yeah. biggest ones have something a bit different. So to just, yeah, like I said, for me, the biggest thing is just you call an esports like it's such a slap in the fucking face, and it feels mm-hmm. out of touch as fuck as well. I can't wait to see the huge skill gaps for these mobile games. By the way, it's going to yeah, be like an insanely oh, also, close yeah. matches from bottom to top out of a the lot... three people that actually qualify and attempt to qualify. Yeah, so <laughs> like... also also legitimizing pay to win games as competitive titles that you like people are going to tune in to watch like the whole point what makes a good esport it's like a high skill gap and fairness it's like parity you don't you don't implement like a pay to win system whereas in in at least i think tennis clash and tic-tac-bow i think they're the two they are very pay to win and so you (laughs) you're putting it up on this pedestal as look at this like you know fucking pinnacle of esports competition and you would play it and if you don't put money in you can't get to a certain stage it's baffling it's it's stupid it's... yeah a gl- uh, the very but they've chosen they need, those games they need to unlock everything 
in those yeah. games and have it so everyone has access to everything uh, at the mm. very least. Yeah, yeah. I think they probably will do that, but even still, just putting it on a pedestal as like a, um, yeah, as like a true esport is just bollocks, isn't it? What? <laughs> it's funny. It's, I just think back to like it, it was lovely to see the whole industry just like on the same page about something. Yeah, it's true. because it's so rare. It's that only when of unity. It's only when someone tries to come in uh, and they don't like them. You know, like you remember like Neom uh, when in 2018 when they tried to come in, everyone unanimously was like "fuck off." Uh, and it's mm. been the same with the Olympics. Uh, it's been it's been wonderful to see. It's, it's like it's like this is what I think it would be. This is what would be needed for humanity to unite. It's like an alien invasion, and this is esports is alien invasion. Um, True, sir. We're all, we've all come together to give it a collective fuck off. Um, yeah, but I can't wait to see all the the ridiculous clips and and stuff that come from it. I wonder if they get commentators and stuff there. Who's going to choose to do that? <laughs> like, there's going to be some fun to be had with all of this shit. So I will actually mm. be paying attention, but obviously just for spiteful, um, purely <laughs> unpure reasons. It is a good point. There'll be some funny shit that comes out of this because how how like you said, how much of a skill gap can a mobile game have? I don't know. It's it's mad, isn't it? We'll see. I mean, not that I mean mobile games. That I don't mean that as like the whole platform. I mean, some yeah. of them obviously do have a big skill gap, but this is like a fucking like a mobile game, mobile game where you sit and have a shit and play it. Like, mm-hmm. so yeah. I can't wait to see Connect Four at the next Olympics. Like, <laughs> it's just that shit, isn't it? You know <laughs> it, I mean? it, it? It's not far off. Um, yeah, you mentioned what else were we going to talk about? You mentioned esports engine before. Can that be the transition? Yes. Oh, have you still got stuff to say on the first bit? No, on the no, we're good. Olympic stuff. Okay. Well, um, it's up to you. I, you I just want to kick it off by saying, Mike Sepso, Sundance. I'm not angry or mad. I am just disappointed, as my mum told me every single day of me growing up. <laughs> I'm just heavily disappointed. You have hurt my feelings. You have let down yourselves and the community. For what you have done, in my opinion, but Damn. I think so. Did you only like them? three of us have spoken out about this? Oh, everyone else is saying congrats. <laughs> That's how I know it's mm. worked. No one gives a fuck now because it's just like, oh, it's inevitable. Mm. So, did you um, respect them too? I presume heavily. Mm. Like they founded MLG, man. Like yeah, they're the G's. Like these are the OGs of esports. Like these are sick cunts. Like oh, in a good way. These are legends. Like legitimate legends. Like industry veterans in a true sense. Everything that people mm-hmm. claim to be, these folks are them. But don't shout about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, uh, and yeah, they've been quieter with Vindex. Like things were good during the pandemic when they were getting the sixty million funding and building all of these belong gaming arenas. And yeah, it's gone a bit quiet. And esports engines just been the the thing keeping shit moving, at least from like a a public perspective. But what they've built is insane. Like, Sepso was heavily involved in building the Overwatch League, and look how much money that got out of fucking teams. From his perspective, working in Activision Blizzard, he absolutely fucking killed it. He pitched that model, created that model, got teams to buy in on it. Like, whether whether that league's been good for the industry or not. Like, mm-hmm. my man's smart and make, make shit work and, and made a lot of money for Activision Blizzard when, when he was working there after they acquired MLG. Uh, mm-hmm. While I don't respect that move per se because the league's been a shambles, like, He's a, he knows what he's doing. He's a, he's a smart fella and, a, and now a fart smeller, unfortunately, um, for a bit of 
bit of wordage there. But yeah, so I heavily, heavily respected them before, uh, as well as Apicella, Adam Apicella, who's obviously leading Esports Engine. Uh, Jerry's still out on whether he's involved or not. He's got some like emo-y tweets going on at the moment. Um, and I think there's some family stuff going on. So I hope all's well there. But also it seems to me as if he's kind of like has left Esports Engine. Mm. Or he's at least in the middle of making a huge like moral and ethical decision on his behalf, yeah. like because he basically changed, built it from right? the ground up, right? So he's got yeah. to abandon his baby for his morals and principles and start something again, <laughs> or join somewhere else, I guess. But the the options are dwindling, or he just has mm-hmm. to accept it. And it doesn't seem to me, at least, that he's like perfectly fine just doing that. So mm. yeah, uh, heavily disappointing. And we've given no actual context here. Vindex, which is behind Belong Gaming Arenas and uh, Esports <laughs> Engine and like a data product, has been acquired by. Um, uh, basically, the public investment fund, which owns Savvy Gaming Group, which owns ESL Face It Group and DreamHack. So, yeah, so basically, the Saudi Arabia state. Yes. Yeah. It's now a sister company to Newcastle United, um, which you never <laughs> you never think yeah. could happen. <laughs> but yes. Uh, so, um, Esports Engine seems to do between like five and 10 events each week, white label, putting them on for the CDL uh, across the board, across a lot of esports. Basically, anything non Riot owned. It seems to be they will they will work on and put on a good show on uh, where, wherever they can. I know there were like um, primary program developers for Halo uh, when Halo Infinite came out, uh, as mm. well as like the production partner on that. Um, and they've done lots of great work and, and scaled well, and I think established themselves in London um, with like Martin Wyatt from uh, Gfinity and stuff as well. So they seem to be doing great, and now they're just rolled in uh, under the same banner as ESL DreamHack face it uh yeah so i i find it yeah. very sad news but again like you didn't you saw richard talk about it saying like esports as he knows it has disappeared type thing because like ogs who were built stuff back in the day have just sold out to saudi and that's basically all of them at this point besides him and like thorin everyone else is now saudi owned and saudi run and, and stuff right so yeah. apart from that i tweeted he tweeted, and that was basically all I saw against like this move, or uh, at least showing that they were saddened against the move or by the move. Mm. Yeah, what was so it you I mentioned? I think it's been normalized. Yeah, it definitely has. It definitely has, and it's sad. We spoke about it ages ago, didn't we, when it first started kicking off on here? Um, uh-huh. What was I going to say? Yeah, you mentioned something about Vindex <laughs> in the last episode. So I think you said you think they're going to acquire oh, somebody or they're going to get acquired by somebody. Yeah, they they got they're they're like in prime position to acquire. Um, I can't fucking remember who it is now. Like a struggling company, who we spoke about. No yeah, street gamers. Local host stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that could happen. <laughs> that could happen. I mean, they're looking for a buyer. Like that. Yeah, that yeah. definitely could happen if they're look if they're looking for more event operators, and that's what Nerd Street kind of became, right? Mm-hmm. As well as having these facilities and stuff. They have the they have the production capabilities and the space, mm. uh, and it seems like it'd be the cheapest uh, option right so now yeah, and, and that, to get in and get on. Yeah, and that is the sad thing in it because you just know a, a, like a company as strapped as that as Nerd Street. Like if if Saudi comes in now, if Vindex comes in now and says like, oh, you know, be part of Savvy Games Group, whatever, they're almost mm-hmm. certainly going to say and yeah. They can just get a, an exit, and they offer them twice yeah, yeah. what they're actually asking for just to make sure the deal goes through. Like. What's like fifty mil, for example? I don't know. Going to be to to yeah. multi billionaires, maybe trillionaires <laughs> across the whole like royal family at the top. You know, I don't know how much trickles down, but uh, nobody knows how much is actually there. 
um, yeah. which is the scary part. But yeah, I, I think the main point for me is I don't want to go on a whole rant. And, and I've had a few people say like, I've been unfair to the Saudi people. Like, I don't know the Saudi people. I'm not judging them. It's the people behind the regime, the people at the top of the state that uh, enforce uh, the, the fact that they even imagine and think of these rules and then enforce them. Like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, they can have their own day, I, ideals and stuff, sure, but like, <clears throat> stay there well, well away from me because I don't agree with half the shit you fuckers do. Like, that's just what it is. The people, I can't comment on you. I don't know you. So, mm. no, this is not an attack on the Saudi people. It's the people who, it's the state, the people who yeah. run the state and the public investment fund and the reasons for why they're doing what they're doing. Um, both in new spots and both like on a humanitarian front, obviously what they're doing in in life for their mm-hmm. like with their people and certain stuff is much worse than just buying up some esports companies. Like, yeah. um, but the fact is, in 2018, through Neom, they got chased the fuck out of the industry, and now we're four and a half years on, and nobody bots and bats an eyelid when they literally buy like one of the biggest tournament operators, <laughs> a, a company with a huge data product which is behind the scenes nobody really speaks about, but like they've got data for days and belong gaming arenas who are right. well across the UK and obviously we're trying to establish ourselves well in, in the US and they've got like a franchise system going again now. Right. So uh, yeah, it's nobody really cares anymore. And so it's been yeah. a very quick transition from, oh shit, we don't agree with those morals and those values or lack of morals uh those values that you have we don't fuck with that stuff like this is supposed to be an inclusive industry we care about people equally no matter what please stay away and now it's just like oh what can be done <laughs> that's what that's mm. where the the mindset shifted to and i understand the difference between a sponsorship and ownership in that you can retract a sponsorship ownership when the ink's dried everything's signed and then it's announced a month later two months later or whatever no amount of twitter outrage is going to change shit but you can at least show that you're not happy with them and boycott the products and, and the events and everything, right? Um, mm. But it seems to me as if people will still be watching the Warzone events to put on, the Halo events to put on, the COD events to put on, whatever else they choose to do. Um, and there'll be no mention of it whatsoever. It's just that transition's happened so quick and we said it would happen. Um, mm. They've came in and snapped shit up. Did a, a savvy gaming group like bought VSPN as well recently, like the big Chinese tournament operator. Who oh, wow. yeah. Gonna... Yeah, 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 let me double check that. VSPN savvy. I know they're huge. Yeah, 265 million they invested in them. My God. Yeah, they're like huge in China and they invested in them like not long ago as well. So Yeah, so they're just gonna fucking own the whole space. I think a lot of people are probably just like uh just like disheartened by it and like like you said, it feels hopeless now almost because you can't win, so you might as well join them. Yeah. But also, I just, I'm talking about the reaction as well. It probably just feels like, because I know when I saw this news, I was like, fucking hell. It, it annoys me and it's like upsetting, but it was almost just like, fuck. Like, like you said, we, a lot of people did, but we called this. <laughs> it was only going one way, wasn't it? It's only, it is only going one way. Like I said, you've seen it, the sports washing project from the Saudis and others, but the Saudis in more recent times, that's like front of mind with the golf tournament, the, you know, live, live golf and, WWE rumors. Yeah, WWE, that could be absolutely massive if that goes through. And now they seem to just be controlling every like tendril of esports. I think a lot of people are just losing, like, not hope, losing the will to like speak out against it because it's just so inevitable, it feels like. And it's a shame. That's why it's good that esports is failing right now and absolutely crushing and burning. Let's keep this going. Let's just absolutely torch the industry and then the Saudis can't own it and have another vehicle for their bullshit. It would just be um, a lot of wasted money. That could be good. 
Yeah, no, it's uh, yeah. The so they've got they've got VSPN in China. They've got ESL. Fucking hell, they've got DreamHack. They've got the FaceIt platform. They've got esports engine. They've got Belong Gaming Arenas, which I believe actually might be spun out into its own company. But until that's actually happened, I'm going to say it's under their control. Um, until there's an official announcement that it's now its own thing and who's going to run it and all that shit. Um, mm. And a huge data product, which is probably used to supply betting companies and stuff, to be honest with you. And, and who knows what else. Newzoo has announced that it's like basically abandoning esports. So maybe now. Um, Seen that savvy basically through Vindex's data product can be the new new zoo and spout absolute bullshit and then inflate the industry that they own themselves and just have their Man. own propaganda machine. Did you just uh predict the future? I think you did again, yes. <laughs> Unfortunately, I've got a knack for it at the moment when it comes to esports, but um, <laughs> this just reinforces that I, I made the right decision at the right time, got the fuck out of here, and much happier for it. and um, I've been a bit more active in esports for the past few days, so people think I'm somehow back for some reason. I'm not. I'm still very much out of it. I'm just talking about it and moaning about it. Um, and yeah, I just very I was very disheartened seeing the news. Basically, I have no real snappy analysis of it or mm-hmm. a big put down of it. I just feel like it is. It's it was almost inevitable, but it's, it's genuinely sad to see people just sell out, and that's exactly what this is. Mm. There's no no one could paint it any other way to me that would make any sense other than like they got offered a lot of money they were probably running out of dosh at this point they had big big plans they partnered with yeah. IMAX and stuff I don't think they ever fucking did out with IMAX of Index did but like shit didn't materialize and now they've sold out it's probably you know sad. you know when when they get that big offer it's probably it probably because and I, this isn't me justifying it it's me kind of criticizing it but when you get that big offer it's probably like you start to justify it to yourself. And you're oh, like, easy. oh wait, isn't sports washing? That's kind of a nah. Fuck that. That's that's that sounds like a bullshit idea. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> but these, like, you... these say they don't care about politics. They only care about putting on good esports events. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This exactly. They hear it all and they start to get all fucking rosy eyed and yeah. The way they it's... are with Saudi investors, that's how I am with like fast food. I like justify it to myself. <laughs> and they're just doing it on a bigger scale. But like to be fair, they're interesting. Yeah, exactly. An interesting like thought is someone rocks up to your house and knocks on the door. They have a briefcase with 100 mil in and they say, hey, mate, accept this and just never speak on the Saudis again. 100 mil. Like, could you turn that down? That's what I mean. Because basically, you're basically like putting a price on on your morals and stuff or what you believe in. Because we we obviously, we've made it very clear what we believe in. So if they come mm-hmm. to my door and offer me 100 mil, and that's like generational, generational, generational wealth, like, that would be very hard to turn down. Mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm. fucking hard to turn down. It would. It would. You almost have to just, like, eat shit just to look after your, your babies, future babies, future babies. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I can, I can understand quite easily how people will sell out, but it still upsets me that it does happen. Yeah. No, Especially exactly. like the people who've proven that they can create successful businesses like mm-hmm. Sepso and, and Sundance and, and potentially, hopefully not, Apicello as well, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd be interested because obviously Apicello's changed his Twitter bio, right? So I'd be interested to see what happens. Like if he, <clears throat> I would quite like to see a rogue person come step away from that and be like, nah, fuck you. There's no chance. And if anyone could build that, it's him. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He did it with these spots engine, like built it from scratch, and and look what they've done. They take, took over the industry until they literally got took over themselves. 
Yeah, it could happen again, I think. But you're relying on people to get away from cushy salaries and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people just don't care like that. And a lot of people mm-hmm. as well rationalize it like, well, they own part of Facebook, so therefore, like the Saudis own part of Facebook. So if you use uh, WhatsApp, if you use Instagram, then you're also uh, basically doing the same shit. You're using a product or having an experience that's funded by the Saudis. And everyone has to draw their own line, obviously, as to what what they use, what they don't use, what they consume, what they're not willing to, what they mm. feel comfortable with, what they don't. You know, so some people just be like, "Oh well, I'm, they've already taken over anyway. There's nothing I can fucking do about it. Give me that Skrilla. Like it could just be that simple, mm. and you can you can I can understand that point of view. Um, yeah, I'd say it won't be me, but again, if someone knocks on my door with a hundred mil. I might just delete that video we've got called the Saudi Arabia problem in esports. I'd hope not, <laughs> but if it's 100 mil in cash, I've, I don't know if I've seen 10K in cash, never mind 100 mil. Like, it's a different gravy. It's, it's tough, man. So maybe mm-hmm. I'm a giant hypocrite. Thankfully, no one will ever come to my door with 100 mil uh, <laughs> and say, never speak about Saudi again. So I can yeah, not we'll be. We'll never know. So we'll never know. So we can keep criticizing. <laughs> exactly, mate. Exactly. Unless, <laughs> if you want my address, DM me. Um, Prince. <laughs> I don't know, there's a lot of princes out there, you know. But like, That's for example, thing, they just actually. hosted like um, the Jake Paul Tommy Fury fight, and bare people watch that, um, and mm. we're tweeting about that. It's trending for absolutely ages as well. You know, what I mean, it's just like they're everywhere. Like, it is hard to actually not watch something that, like, sporting wise, that involves like Saudi at some point. If you want to watch F1, they've got the, the Grand Prix and they invested 550 million in McLaren. Like, mm-hmm. they've got they've even got the hooks in everything. I, I guess, just to put it into context for people, might not might forget. Like even doing what you and me are doing right now, you and I are doing right now, speaking as journalists on this, gets you killed in Saudi Arabia. Literally gets you killed. Or can get you killed. Not that every yes, single journalist do. dies, but <laughs> one is too fucking many. Uh, so yeah, like that puts into context, doesn't it? That's the cultural difference and that's why people have a problem with sports washing. Is even something as simple as cyber athletics, me and Adam just chatting now, can get you killed. And that's the that's I don't want to die for it. esports. <laughs> no, neither it's do not I. Fucking worth it. Yeah, I don't actually. The, <laughs> not, 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 not the marathon runner. You know the 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 journalist <laughs> that got killed. Oh, Kashogi, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I can't remember what that person actually covered. Let's have a look. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need to have a look. Kipchoge broke fucking two hours, man. For the Saudi Saudi dissident, so presumably okay. just reported on the Saudi state. Mm-hmm. Gosh damn! And the, yeah. um, there was someone who was like tweeting about Saudi and thing got yanked off Twitter and stuff. And All right. I don't know what happened there. I never followed it up. Actually, it's only just come to mind now. But like, there's bits there, and I think also, like the Saudis are the second largest shareholders in Twitter, with like fifteen really? percent. I think oh, so, yeah. Like that. They covered their shows over when Elon bought it out, I believe. Right, right. So some people would say we're hypocrites for tweeting. Uh, I <laughs> see it differently to consuming esports products and stuff, but as I say, people have to draw their own lines. But yeah, it's, uh, well, it's, it's definitely... a and that's the thing with the sewing grind. It basically is what I'm saying. Like, mm. if you wanted to live a life with no interference from, I guess, that fund. Well, yeah. And stuff, it'd be very, very difficult. But like using Twitter as one thing, like we're, I guess we're talking about receiving funds directly from the yeah. state to take over the, your company. 
that's yeah. the difference. That's the moral difference. Like using Twitter, yeah, okay, the honest stake, fucking, yeah, that feels like a splitting hairs point. Um, but yeah, yeah, so it's a shame. I know you like those guys, so it's it's a shame. I don't not like them. I just don't know them as well as you do. Yeah. Um, well, I remember like I did a podcast with Sundance, and I said like this is when I was working at Esports Insider, and I said you'll never open a belong. Uh, arena in Scunthorpe and then when they opened one in Scunthorpe and like had me like in the announcement tweet and stuff saying ah blah, 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 you were wrong Adam or whatever and I was like oh that's just a nice little touch you know like half the people won't mm. understand what the foot's going on but like just these people know what's what I am obviously Mr. Esports in Scunthorpe um, <laughs> I one of Mr. one <laughs> yeah one, one of, of about two. two fans oh really yeah because there's a Halo pro called right, Respectful okay. he was part of Ascend and, and did pretty well well, I'm sorry to you too, Charlotte. But they go Brandon Stones. Shout out to you, and also Adam Burkett, who's part of like Paper Crowns and Control, I think. Right. Okay. Um. So like works with Skylar Johnson. He's also Scunny as well. So it's three of us. Two of us. Two of them are called Adam, but I'm number one. Damn. That's that's all we're saying. Uh, I, was, I don't I'm know anyone. Now, so. I don't think anyone's from Berry. Berry in esports. <laughs> I can think of. I don't know. You'd have to put a tweet out, mate. But yeah, you probably scrap get some much engagement. from Manchester. So oh, I guess that's be... kind of. It'll be Manchester shit, anyway. From money. Get over Manchester. I'm not, I'm not talking about that shit. But anyway, have, have we got anything else? Have you got anything on the docket that you'd like to discuss, or do we wrap it up and have a bit of a shorter one than the last episode? Yeah, I'll definitely be shorter than the last episode. I'm good, bro. I think I've basically touched on. We've basically touched on everything. That's fine. Uh, and what are your plans for the near future, like traveling wise, esports wise, and stuff? What are you doing? Oh, esports wise, I'm writing. So I've got, so I'm in, obviously, I'm, like I said, I'm digital nomading. So I'm in Berlin now. Going to be in Berlin for the next, like, what day is it today? Friday. So mm-hmm. for the next week and a bit. And then I'm going to Paris on the bus, which I'm kind of dreading, on like a Flix bus. So God knows what that's going to be like. And I'm in Paris for a few days and then flying home. On the esports front, I'm just yeah writing. I've got three articles coming out for Digiday. Okay. <laughs> so still going, going on, on there. there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, articles for other people. I'm assistant editor at Esports Insider. Doing a bit less for them now, but yeah, still doing that. I'm just cracking on. Just doing a bit of this and a bit of that. What about you? How's your job going? Well, I've... This is my last day of annual leave. Obviously, it's the weekend, but like, so I've been off for a week, so expect no Cyber Athletics episodes again uh, mm, while I go back to ever. work. No, no, we'll try and fit it in. But um, no, it works, works <laughs> very good. Very happy in my job uh, and very happy to be away from having to use Twitter daily and stressing nice. about shit that annoys me. Um, getting challenged. Adequate. I just had my three-month review, I will say, which is okay. go ridiculously well? quick, and uh, they love me. They can't get enough. I was going to do like a Trump impression or something, but like, you know what I mean? And obviously being the most humble person in the world, I think they've made a great choice hiring me. So uh, <laughs> I'm going to be in London a couple of times in March. Uh, I might try and meet up with Nathan Edmonds and the like if there's people in there. Um, depends on the free time, but yeah, things are good. Uh, nice and recharged. And happy happy to, to hear be, it. Happy to be doing this again. This is actually my fourth video in the past week. If you come like count a, a shorts that I did on my personal channel. Nice. I, did a, I did a YouTube short. Lit. That's and a lit. Five minute YouTube video. 
Yeah, I saw that one. Didn't see. The I show. am rich. <laughs> Few hundred views on that shot, you know. Oh yeah, gone viral. Esports viral. But anyway, yeah, it's been fun, and hopefully we can be somewhat more consistent with this. Yeah, we'll uh, try. Now we've we'll got try. the ball rolling again. Because uh, yeah, I know the two people that love <clears throat> us really love us, so it, it'd be <laughs> awful to let down them. So yes, we'll keep it we going. will keep it consistent. Lovely jubbly as always. Fuck you all for. I mean, thank you all for watching. Oh, little slip of the tongue there, and <laughs> we'll catch you on the next one. Cheers. <laughs>